and welcome to Mumming It, the podcast where we chat all things parenthood. I'm Harriet Shearsmith and I am indeed mumming it in my way with my three kids, but I want to know what that looks like for other parents. If you like the podcast, don't forget to check out my book, also called Mumming It, available in all good bookshops and online. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today's guest is someone who I've been following on social media for quite a time now and I just, you know when you find an account that has that vibe that is just so positive and just brings you such joy to follow? That is this lady's account. She is a choreographer, she is a Puma ambassador and she's just an all-round absolutely amazing woman. It is Nkateko Dinwiddie. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yay! Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm honestly so grateful for you to come and have a chat with me. And I just, I love your social media and the way that you are so positive. Like you make me feel really welcomed into like a world of movement. You make me want to get up and move, which to be honest... It's not an easy thing to do. Like, I quite like my sofa. And you just really inspire me into doing that. So how did you find your love for movement and getting into all of that? So firstly, thank you so much for the great compliment. And I'm so glad that I make you want to get up and move. My love for movement started when I was a little girl. I was that little girl who would watch music videos and try copy what they're doing because it just looked so fun. And I just wanted to be a part of that. Um, And from a young age, my mom just tried to get me into like ballet and I was like, nah. And then I wish I did do it now that I'm thinking about it. But by the age of nine, that's when I really started to actually train because it was an absolute passion of mine. And my mom was just like, listen, you keep recording these videos that you see on TV. Let's just get you into class. And that's when my love for dance started. It was amazing. I started majoring in modern hip hop, contemporary. And then I was also that girl who entered like all the dance competitions, dressed up. I just love that whole thing of dressing up and performing and it just followed me throughout my whole life I mean I went to an art school and I majored in dance and it just kept growing and then after school I then wanted to pursue it even more and Mm -hmm. I I entered a competition called so you think you can dance but this is in South Africa because I'm originally from South Africa yeah into so you think you can dance it was great and I was like I'm meant to be dancing and I just also loved that feeling I got from a crowd when they see you like performing you know I decided because uh, I didn't go to university mm-hmm. I decided to dig up some more information on how I could like expand dance so then I went to LA I went to the Debbie Allen Dance Academy it was for a summer intensive so I was there for a few months it was amazing and that experience was just that yes for me that I'm meant to be moving my body I'm meant to be doing what I'm doing and then from then on unfortunately while I was in LA I lost my dad while I was there so I had to come back to South Africa um, because I was having all these plans to like live the LA dream and be this dancer in America and like change people's lives from there. But reality is I had to come back, which is okay because I believe that everything happens for a reason. So this is actually what triggered Rocking in Heels. 
Yes. So Rocking in Heels is a dance workout that I created to help women feel good about themselves to boost their confidence. It took me losing my dad to realize that I wasn't loving myself the way I needed to. Because when I lost my dad, I completely lost myself too. I was broken. I wasn't taking care of myself. Mm. I wasn't eating. My family was worried. I didn't see anything wrong. Because you know, when you're in your feels, people don't see what... Yes. Yeah. Like what you see. But there was just this one moment when I saw my mom. She was getting ready to go somewhere. And the way she just dressed up and looked herself in the mirror, I just stuck to that feeling. And that feeling just said, get up and move. Like, mm. get up and do something. Yes, it was a very painful time for me to lose my dad and everything. But also during that time of mourning, this is when I was conceptualizing rocking in heels because I've always wanted to have like my own dance class. Yeah. But I, I didn't want it to just be, let's dance and leave. I wanted it to be, let's dance, let's connect, let's grow, let's build. And this is why I came up with rocking in heels. And I was like, you know what? I need to help women feel better about themselves because at that time I didn't have anyone to help me feel better. But it was mm. that moment from my mom that picked me up. And I wanted to be that light for other women, which is crazy because I went from being a dancer to a choreographer to a, a dance empire creator, which is so amazing. But yeah, it's just been so amazing to see how I've just grown from being this little girl in my lounge, copying music videos to this girl who's now dancing with amazing women. I mean, before COVID, I met so many amazing women. And yeah, now I'm just rambling because I can just talk. No, not all. I'm loving it. This is why I've fallen in love with your accounts because you have such positivity and such passion for what you do and I think that's really special and I was watching a video that you posted I think it was a couple of weeks ago now when you were pregnant and you were doing rocking in heels and everything about it is just so joyful you can see that it's done with the intention to get women to fall in love with themselves and to feel empowered and to feel beautiful and that's what I really love because as somebody who's never been particularly sporty or who's never thrived in kind of like a dancing environment or anything like that like you have I've always felt a bit like okay well that's not for me you know yeah. and a bit pushed out of it almost I'm not sporty I'm not athletic you will much more likely find me curled up on the sofa with a book than going for a jog or anything like that and I think it's your platforms and the way that you have created rocking in heels and the way that you come across makes it feel really inclusive and like it's something for everyone just to make them feel good about themselves and I think that's what makes it really unique Thank you so much for that. Yes. And you know what? I love that you're saying that you would rather just chill on the couch, read a book. And you know what? That's okay. I actually love that you do that. But I also love that there's women who, like they see women moving and they're like, oh, I want to get up. I want to yeah. try. You know, because also when we move, our bodies want to move. Our bodies are made to move. Whether it's you going for a walk, a run, or if you want to go do high intense workouts, mm -hmm. our bodies are meant to move, which is why I wanted to find a fun way for women to do it. Because let's be honest, if we see something intense, our first our first thing to do is like, whoa. I'm yeah. <laughs> it's not for me. I'm good. It's yeah. not for me. We all do it as well. You know, I will quite often be guilty of saying, oh, well, I'm not really a big exerciser. I'm not this, but put me on a dance floor and whew, I will be on that dance floor yes. for hours and hours and I will be living my best life. Yes. 
And I think that that is what people forget, that movement is actually a really natural part of us. And especially when you've had kids as well, it can be really difficult to get back into that kind of movement. And that was one of the reasons I loved seeing you doing rocking in heels when you were pregnant. How far along were you when you were doing those videos? I danced till the baby dropped. Yeah? (laughs) (laughs) Our bodies are all different. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for me personally, I've been working out most of my life right? If I count the dancing. So I was working out before I fell pregnant, which made it a bit easier to work out throughout my pregnancy. Yeah, Yeah, but it's different for everyone. But yeah, it just makes me feel good to move. Mm. Hence why when I was pregnant, I was like, I'm still gonna go until my body tells me like, whoa, stop, you know? Yeah. feel good I get so much energy from moving people always ask me how do you have so much energy I'm like because I move and I eat you know yes it just gives me the energy I need and also just makes me feel better about myself yeah and it's not done with some kind of intention to lose weight or to look a certain way it's done with the intention to feel good and if that's what makes you feel good then you've got to go with it full throttle and I love that so after you had baby how did you get back into it you have two daughters don't you yes so I've got two daughters I've got Sana and Suri Sana is three and Suri just turned one really fun ages right now I'm glad that they both like can walk (laughs) (laughs) I feel Um, that so with both pregnancies it was completely different Suri is a I like to call her a COVID baby and then Sana, obviously, I had her when everything was normal and like we had access to germs and everything. So with my pregnancy with Sana, I was able to get moving like three weeks postpartum. Mm-hmm. I actually had a shoot three weeks after I gave birth. I know it was <laughs> had to like jump, kick, whatever, but my body was okay. But now with Suri, I took a bit more time because my body took longer mm-hmm. um, to actually recover. So with her, I, it took me about like maybe two to three months to actually get moving comfortably. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it's very important for us to listen to our bodies because it's so easy to like get onto social media and see someone at the gym and be like, oh no, I need to be moving my body. But if your body is not ready to do what you see other people do, then you have to listen to what your body is telling you. So yeah, I listen to my body very carefully. That's why both pregnancies were different. But yeah, I'm happy about that as well. How do you get the girls involved? And like, do you get the girls involved? I've seen you doing videos where you dance with them and they sometimes look like they're getting involved. They sometimes look like they're looking it was to say mum what are you <laughs> how do you get them to feel the passion and the joy with you I literally tell them girls mama needs to move her body you can join me or you can do your own thing I love <laughs> they that end up joining me they end up joining me which is great and I think it's awesome because I love that they're learning to move their body from such a young age and it's nothing that I'm forcing on them as well so it's mm-hmm. them wanting to try it So why not? Let's do it. But there are times when it's really tough where, for instance, I'm still breastfeeding Mm -hmm. and Suri will want to feed while I'm like busy jumping up and down. But I'll actually stop, feed her and carry on. Yeah. I love that they can be a part of it and that they can join in with it. And it's something that you can do around them as well. Because I think quite often when we have our babies, the thought of getting back into the gym and that kind of thing can be really daunting for women. Mm -hmm. And it can be really daunting to think about being out and moving with other people and that kind of thing. Whereas what I love about rocking in heels is that you can do it at home. You can do it with your kids. You can do it with friends. And you feel almost like 
like you're doing things with you almost like a zoom kind of treatment it's lovely it's really great it is and it's such a vibe because there's times when they're laughing and you just laugh and it's just fun you know and I think that's the most important thing like a lot of women who want to move are always like oh the things I see don't excite me so I always tell them do something that's fun for you I might make something look so exciting but it might not be exciting for you because we're all different we all like different things but once you find something that you enjoy to music that you love oh trust me you'll be moving every day I love that. Going back to what you said about how your movement and everything fuels your positivity. How do you stay so positive? It can't just be the movement. I mean, you are so positive all the time, or you appear to be. How do you maintain that positivity? And especially as you mentioned, with your youngest being a COVID baby, that must have been really difficult for you. Or or was it? Yes. Oh, okay. Let me answer the first one. So (laughs) when it comes to positivity, you know what? Like through the years, I've learned not to stress over things I can't control because it's so easy to get stuck and stress over things that you just can't control or can't change and I think that's part of it another thing is I'm a happy person and I love being alive I love life I wake up in the morning and I'm like yay and life and don't get me wrong life is tough it gets tough especially with kids there's times when my day is just horrible. However, I always try to find the positive out of it. And I think also being a mom now, my kids are watching me and I almost have this thing of, I want them to appreciate life. And I want them to also start learning now to see the positive out of negatives, if I can put it that way. And then also with COVID, that was tough. Just to give you a bit of a background. So I moved from, I relocated from South Africa to the UK. Yeah. Just before lockdown. So I traveled pregnant, my family, friends, left a huge part of me. It was a really tough move for me. I mean, I have no one here. Well, I have friends, but I mean, like with in terms of family, yeah. while I was pregnant, and I had a bit of a bumpy ride in the beginning of my pregnancy. It was so tough. And those days were tougher than I think most days that I've had. But the thing that just kept me going is Sana. Sana, my little girl, my husband, you know, like it's easy to be stuck in the whole thing of, oh, things aren't going my way, but there's always light around you. You just need to open your eyes and see it or want to see it. But it's taken me like a few years to actually get to this point. I didn't just wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be happy. And <laughs> <laughs> if only it could be that simple, eh? that would be really lovely. You are so right in that there is always positives that come out of negatives. There's always that silver lining. There's always something to look back on. And even after those really difficult days when, you know, the kids have been at you and something's not gone right with work and you've just absolutely exhausted, there's always something that I think you can reflect reflect on in the evening and I I have a positivity planner it's called the positivity planner and it kind of encourages you to practice gratitude and to look at the positives that have happened throughout your day no matter how awful it's been and that's really helped me because I can be a really pessimistic person I really can be and I have to work hard to wake up and be like okay yes I get another day this is awesome but the reality is you are waking up and getting another day and a lot of people don't get that It's trying to put things into perspective for yourself, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Oh, I need to check out your planner. And I love that you have this because there's a lot of people who are going through the most, but they don't know where to start. Do people know about your planner? I didn't know about it. But now that I know about it, I would love to get it because I always feel like there's always more to learn. 
we learn every day we grow every day so I, I really want to check out your planner where can I buy it's, it it's not mine it's not mine that I wrote it's called oh. the positivity planner uh, oh. I'm trying to think who wrote it now I'll have to check that out who wrote it but it's just it comes in a yellow binder it's really pretty and oh, it's just really cool. called the positivity planner but it is it's such a good planner it was written because the people who wrote it were going through lots of mental health struggles and they were finding times really difficult I think it came out of adversity for them and they found that they were really struggling so they put together all of the things that they had learned that really encouraged them to change their perspective and to seek out the positive and that's kind of how it came about which I think is such a brilliant thing and now it helps so many people and that's the wonderful thing and I think you've done something very similar with your rocking in heels in that you know it's helping so many people from your decision to start moving your body for joy and to create something that's totally different to what's out there thank you for that I really appreciate that thank you you know it's so nice to hear what you plan to do or what you are wishing for this is great feedback and I know that I get feedback here and there but it's always nice to hear it so thank you for that oh no that's fine you know it's sometimes difficult especially when we're putting things out on social media to see the impact that we can actually have I very much talk to people who are perhaps plus size or who are struggling with their body confidence and that kind of thing. And it's so wonderful when you hear that you saying, okay, but are you eating and are you moving and are you happy in yourself? Then don't worry. And to kind of encourage people to look for their health and their happiness as opposed to trying to fit in a one size, one shape fits all because we'll never all fit in one size or one shape. Exactly. And I love when people will say to me that they have found an encouragement in that and they've then gone out and got themselves like a lovely dress or something like that that they otherwise would have said oh that's not for me because I'm not thin enough or that's not for me because I won't look good in it and I want people to feel that they can be happy at any size and they can move their body at any size and they can eat when they're hungry and that kind of thing without having to fall into this toxic diet culture that so many people fall into. That's so true. Um, Harriet, you know, I was so happy when you did a video and you tagged me because that's how I found your page. Yes. When I saw your page, I was like, yes, let's go. <laughs> so much happiness, positivity. You are hilarious to like one of your funny videos and I just find so much joy from your page and I also love that um you're spreading that message of it's not about size imagine if life was just about size what about Mm. how we feel what about what we like what about what makes us happy there's so much to us than just what we look like and I love that about your page on top of the positivity and I think there's people who watch that and they're like oh my gosh like I matter I am important I am worthy you know and you know what I think I blame it mostly on social media and Mm. these magazines with these models and you know they've just created an idea of what perfect is and I think that it's so dangerous, especially for little girls, young girls who are growing up to see all that. They have access to social media. They have access to these magazines and they're growing up thinking that's what beauty is or that's what you should look like, you know? So I'm so glad that we both have those positive pages to remind people that you are special just the way you are. You're unique. People will love you for you, you know, not for what you look like. Absolutely. And I think it's that, isn't it? People will love you for you. And I honestly firmly believe that the least interesting thing about a person is their weight. <laughs> it just, it doesn't matter. Their body, 
size, their weight, their dress size, doesn't matter. It's so uninteresting because we are so fantastic as people and we have so much to give. And I love anything that really encourages that. That video that you mentioned as well, that really made me laugh because I saw you do. It was the one where you were ushering out the children when the doctor said, get rid of your stresses. And I was just thinking, goodness me, I relate to this so much because they are my stresses. <laughs> all of Maybe them, the dog, you. the cat, out, all of you. <laughs> you had really the cat jumping out. Yes, the cat, I just, yeah, launched her out the door because she the is the one. <laughs> yes, out. She is the one that will wake me up at like five o'clock every single morning because mm. she's hungry. And I'm like, hun, I get it. I love my food too, but give me an hour or two. Like, can um, I have the morning off? <laughs> and that's so funny you say that because my little one, Suri, is now waking up at five and I'm like, what is going on? You should be sleeping till seven because they yeah. give me until at least seven. So now at five, I'm like, hold up. And you know, <laughs> like as moms, we need a break sometimes, even if it's Completely. just like five minutes. Yeah, and just yeah. to have a warm drink and oh. to sit down and just take a breather. Right. So- It's so difficult to get those moments. It's the very, very little things, I think, as a mum that build up to be huge things. It's the little moments when you don't get that break. Little moments in the day. And it's like another one, another one. Yeah. Do you know what I've started doing now? Because my husband works from home. Yeah. I'll be like, darling, I need the bathroom. (laughs) And I'll spend five minutes by myself in there. My husband does this, but he will do this for like an hour. He'll be like, I'm going to the bathroom. And I'm thinking, yeah. I'm not going to see you for at least 40 minutes. Like, I know what that means. I know where you're going. I love that you've reversed it and been like, I need the bathroom. I'm just going to go and just sit there and be like, nope. Because you know, I'd like... Our mental health matters. We need to take that moment to breathe. Even if while we're making food, I think it's so important to breathe. And I try to tell like as much people as possible, breathing will make things better. There's times when we stress over things and sometimes we just need to breathe in and out two to three times, reset, and then let's go, you know? Yeah. Do you practice a lot of like mindful breathing where you breathe in and you count your breathing and that kind of thing? Oh, yes, I need to. After baby number two, I was like Googling ways to keep calm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I relate to that. No, I just found that with the second baby, it was a bit of a shock in terms of Mm. like time to myself, (laughs) if I can put it that way. Yeah. So I just looked up ways on how I could manage that stress because there's times when it can get really tough, but I've just found that with breathing, it's almost like I'm pressing a restart button. I do the one where you breathe in, hold it for six seconds, breathe out and do it again, hold it Mm. for six seconds and breathe out. I do it three times and it helps me so much. That's amazing because it's something that absolutely anybody can do. Absolutely anybody has access to be able to do that and to be able to just like you say, see if that hits the reset button for them. And it's amazing how such a tiny thing like that can really make you feel like you've hit a reset and you've given yourself just that time. And that must add up to what, 12, 18 seconds? Right. And that's it. Right. But it makes a difference for you. It really does. Do you practice any breathing? I'm terrible. Like my kids will back off when I've like got to the point where I'm like... (laughs) And they tend to just back away. They're like, oh, she's going. She's going. So that's... They know it's about that time. (laughs) They know that if mommy starts deep breathing, then everybody sort of moves away. (laughs) 
ever since like that, everybody moves away even the cat runs but I think I could really benefit from that and I do do it sometimes when I'm in bed and I'm trying to relax myself like quite often at bedtime I will get a really hectic mind I read when I'm in bed even if I go to bed really late I tend to read a couple of pages because it switches my brain off but I find that bedtime is when I'll go over the things throughout the day that perhaps I didn't like like if I've shouted at the kids or I've done something as a mum that I'm like oh you know I feel like I've done that really wrong and my kids will be talking to their therapist about that in 20 years time (laughs) yeah (laughs) I overanalyze everything at bedtime so I will quite often use breathing then to bring myself back to okay it's not quite that bad Harriet like I said I'm a pessimist (laughs) at times and I'll be like it's not quite it's not world ending Harriet take a deep breath and just calm down yeah Um, but throughout the day could really do with just doing a bit more mindful breathing do you get your eldest to do it as well yes I do so when she has a tantrum Mm -hmm. (laughs) tantrums are quite popular right now (laughs) (laughs) I try get her to breathe but sometimes it's hard for her to breathe I saw a video of a lady telling her baby to blow at her and I saw how it calmed the child and I tried that with Sana oh works wonders oh that's so good and then it turns into like a game and then she starts laughing again and I'm like oh I've got my child back (laughs) (laughs) if only I knew about this sooner so she's three Sana Yes, she's yeah. three. So temper tantrums around about that time. I remember Edith was just feral at that point. Yeah, she could be a real handful. How are you finding temper tantrums with the baby? They are so <laughs> tough, hence why I'm breathing. <laughs> <laughs> There's times when, I don't know if you've seen me post on my stories, because I also want people to also know that there's this side of having kids, because apparently I make looking kids look cute or whatever. Sometimes it's really not cute. I'll let her have her moment because I think it's important for her to feel what she's feeling. And while she's going through her feelings, I'll literally walk around with the little one and Mm -hmm. do my breathing. And then once that's done, I'll then ask her about how she's feeling. Are you feeling better now? You know, but sometimes that doesn't work because they don't want to talk or the tantrums <laughs> don't stop. And then the other one starts crying and they're both crying at you. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> breathe deep, breathe deep. To be honest, sometimes the breathing just doesn't cut it. And I will just have to give them a moment to mm-hmm. finish. And also just hearing the crying and the screaming does really get tough on me and especially personally I'm not good with shouting and screaming and I'm quite calm I'm like okay tell me how you're feeling let's talk about this how can we help you how can I make you feel better but it's just those days where you just want to scream yeah so sometimes I I go outside and I scream and I'm like ah and I feel better (laughs) do you know with what you're saying there about that in their feelings and you let them process their feelings I think that we forget as adults that their feelings are really chaotic as children and I remember Toby he was such he's my middle child he's eight now but when he was at preschool he was such a calm child at preschool and then when he would go like he would have this (laughs) massive temper tantrum it would be with me and I remember once it was over Wellington boots wellies and I didn't bring his wellies home and I was heavily pregnant with Edith and I was like no mummy's leaving them so he was two I left them at preschool and he was 
happy about it. <laughs> and I said to him at the time, I'm not bringing them. You're back tomorrow. You will need them tomorrow because it's England and it's raining and you will need them. I'm going to leave them there because it's one less thing for me to carry. And he just went mad and he was so distraught. And the more that everybody tried to calm him down, the more distraught he got because he yeah. wasn't just feeling his feelings and being able to kind of have that massive blowout that he really obviously needed. And I think children mm-hmm. as well, they save those kind of feelings up for when they feel safe and when they're at home. So if anybody's yeah. listening to this and going through the temper tantrum phase, I suppose your kids are doing it at home with you and not at nursery because they feel safe with you. So take it as a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel like one at the time. But take it as a compliment. And I got him into the car seat and he was kicking and he was flailing his arms and he was just so overcome with emotion. And eventually I got him home and I sat him down on a cushioned area and was like, look, I'm here. I want you to try and calm down. And if you can't, that is fine. But I am here and you are safe. And that was it. And he screamed himself into sleep (laughs) because he was so, I was like, wonderful. But he was so overcome and there was nothing in that particular time that anyone could do that could calm him down. And I think sometimes as adults, it's stepping back and going, you know what? We have our feelings, but we can kind of through years of feeling them, understand them to a degree with a toddler having a temper tantrum. Like you say, sometimes they just don't stop and they just keep going. And that's okay that they keep going they feel their feelings and eventually it will fizzle out and then is the time for which you can be like what the hell dude (laughs) when they done you're like but what was this (laughs) (laughs) what was the need I mean why (laughs) and they don't even know themselves half the time this is the best of it they don't even know they're like I don't don't know I always ask my little one and I'm always like because I try to ask you so I understand Mm. how she's feeling because sometimes like you're saying they can't say like I'm upset because you left my wedding (laughs) (laughs) they can't vocalize it exactly they just want to scream it out after they scream I'm always just curious to see what they're gonna say I'm like so what was the matter? What made you so upset? And sometimes she'll be like, oh, I forgot. I'm like, okay. <laughs> You've just given me really high blood pressure and right. absolutely shattered my morning. But yeah, by all means, you forget. It's fine. Right? It's but I fine. also think it's such an important lesson for moms to also just feel. Mm. Like feel, shake it out, scream, just do what you need to do to feel it out. I feel like kids teach us so much or they just remind us of so many things. I mean, because obviously we've gone through what they've gone through, but Mm. we forget a lot of the things. So I've learned so much from my little ones and I'm sure you have too. Absolutely. And you become conditioned, don't you? Because it's not socially acceptable for us to just throw ourselves on the floor in Tesco. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could? I mean, (laughs) just there'd be an awful lot of adults on the floor, I think. But yeah, all kicking and screaming. (laughs) But you are quite right. And like you said before, sometimes you will just take yourself outside and you will scream and I used to scream into a pillow and sometimes to just have that release can be really powerful for mums and to feel that it's okay whatever you are feeling however angry you are however frustrated however upset that's okay to feel your feelings it's it's how you process them and that kind of thing that makes a huge difference no, definitely. I love this conversation because I feel like I'm out with the girls. I haven't been out in a while. I don't know about you. Yeah, but it's no, so interesting to have a conversation about like things we're both passionate about. Yeah. I think what you have going on here is so amazing for moms because you yourself have created a safe space for moms. 
for moms to come and listen, to hear all these things, to know that it's okay to do things the way you want to do them, or it's okay to mom the way you do. And I love your mumming it. Like we're all mumming it differently. Yeah, we are. And that was the one thing that I really wanted to do with the podcast, because I've always said I'm mumming it in my way, but I want to know how everybody else is doing things because the world is filled with so many different ways to do things. When I was pregnant and I used to work in retail in mother care, you would see time after time after time, women would come in and they would pick up these pregnancy books and it would tell them exactly what to expect and exactly how for things would go. And then they would come in for the toddler books. This is how it should be happening. And this is the milestone. And yet there's never actually one size fits all for parenting because we're all individuals living with other individuals. I have three children now and they are 10, eight and six. And my boys in particular have had exactly the same upbringing and they're totally different. They couldn't be more different. And my husband is so different to his brother and I'm so different to my husband. And I think this attitude that parenting can be done in one way and there's a right and a wrong way is just really sucky because we're so different. And we can all learn different things from each other. And I, I love that. No, definitely. And you're right. You know, what? it puts so much pressure on moms, especially if you're doing it for the first time. Imagine reading how you should be feeding your toddler and then your toddler doesn't want to eat that way. Yeah. And then you freak out because you feel like you're doing something wrong because a book said so, you know, which is why I think it's so important for people to know that it's normal that we're all different. It's okay. We need to embrace it. It's actually a beautiful thing. And like you're saying, yes, we can learn different things from each other. We come together, we have conversations like this. And I think we also need to normalize having honest conversations and creating the safe space of people having different feelings about it, you know? So yeah, I I just think it's just important that we just need to surround ourselves with different people. Sorry, that's my little one. No, no, that's This is what podcasting on Zoom is like though, you know? I'm amazed that my dog hasn't barked halfway through. This is just normal life. We hear a sound and we're like, what? What was that? (laughs) (laughs) It is. That's the reality of it. You know, they interrupt, they join in, they get involved. I think that's fine, you know. But you mentioned that you moved across with, did you say during your pregnancy? Yes, during my second pregnancy. Yeah. I moved from South Africa to here. We relocated. Yeah. Because my husband got a job at the side. How have you found that experience? So how have you found coming across and almost going through parenthood again I suppose was it almost like relearning and doing it all again for the first time because it was such different circumstances you know what it was a shock to my system yeah. I will never forget this move <laughs> um it was a shock to my system because a I had to try get used to a completely new country new people just new vibes while trying to figure out being a mom for the second time and having two kids while also trying to juggle running a business and trying to shoot content and be this digital content creator. And, you know, it was just so much. And also being a wife, it was so hectic for me. I think what helped me, thank goodness for phones and, you know, Zoom. I was on the phone with my mom a lot. So she would help me like just feel better about myself. And she just always let me know that, listen, you are going through change. It's okay. Because I haven't gone through a massive change in a while. But just remembering that it's okay when we go through certain things, change sometimes is tough, you know, and that's something I took very lightly. I just thought, okay, cool. I'm moving. I'll still speak to people back home, you know, but it wasn't just that. And I had to really work hard to 
to see how I was going to balance everything. I tried to plan it out, like having times, anything that didn't work. Um, so I just <laughs> went with the flow. <laughs> and then everything just worked out the way it just needed to work out. But it was really, really, really tough. But I'm starting to get used to the UK now, except for the weather. I don't think anyone can really get used to the weather because <laughs> in South Africa, it's yeah. so warm. If it's yeah. summer, it's summer like hot and here if it's summer it's cold (laughs) (laughs) I mean we are not renowned for our weather (laughs) or we are but not in a positive way I'm looking outside right now and it is just I'm in North Yorkshire so I'm right up the other end away from London and it's just bucketing it down it's really raining it's cold it's wet I know my kids went in their summer gear to school today because summer and it's just not summer I think we've had our summer like we had two weeks so that was kind of good going yeah it was a good two weeks that's all we're getting no, as soon as we I'm, make I'm... our peace <laughs> exactly <laughs> and we have to do things to just pretend it's sunny and brighten up yeah. our day right <laughs> yeah absolutely I mean I hear they're selling sunshine lamps now so <laughs> oh, I need one <laughs> me too me too I've really embraced the change you know like I always try to find the positive I love that I have something new to look forward to I had to get used to going out taking trains the side you know it was just yeah. new and exciting but now I'm starting to love it I love it here good good that's really cool to hear and I love that you've embraced it yeah. and that despite all of these changes I think you're absolutely right in what you say about how we all go through changes and that change is okay but I don't know anybody who doesn't find change scary and the biggest change of all is becoming a parent isn't it it's such yeah. a huge lifestyle change and I think we definitely underestimate the impact that change can have on us but also the benefit of kind of going with the flow with it and allowing it to wash over us yeah and I think also I used to follow pages that just made everything look perfect yeah (laughs) perfect and that perfect was normal and I think it just made certain things look a certain way and then when it happened to you you were like what (laughs) they are wrong they didn't make it look like that (laughs) like what am I doing wrong it's, it's just so important to make sure that you you just watch what you follow, watch who you watching all the time, just watch what you consume, because yeah, it can yeah. make you really second guess yourself or think the world is a certain way when it's really not. It's so easy to see like a mom sitting so nicely, make up the child here, looks perfect, <laughs> smiling. I mean, that looks like perfect parenthood, right? Yeah. And it's not real. It's a snippet of someone's day. And what I love about social media is that you can curate your feeds and that you can find your tribe and that you can look beyond the perfect. And I don't think anybody has this constant 24-7 perfect parenthood. And it shouldn't be like that. So if you find that overwhelming, then it's really important to curate your feed to bring you positivity. And that was a huge part of me coming away from being someone who was very stuck in being obsessed with weight and being obsessed with looks and being obsessed with dieting Mm -hmm. to becoming a much more happy and confident person that I am now was that I looked at my social media and went, okay, what am I following that instantly makes me conscious of what I'm eating as opposed to intuitively eating? What am I following that instantly makes me feel anxious or agitated? Mm -hmm. Let's come away from that. And what can I follow that will bring positivity into my life and that will bring me some happiness? Yeah. Yeah, exactly I actually funny enough also used to be so stuck in I need rock hard abs yeah. I need to look a certain way my waist needs to, you know like because that's what we saw and that's what we thought was 
the goal, you know, mm-hmm. but it just didn't serve me. It just didn't make me feel good. It didn't make me feel whole. So I just reevaluated myself, you know, took it back to what makes me happy. What do I love doing? You know, what am I interested in? As opposed to what do I look like? Yes. What should I look like? It's and asking yourself, isn't it? What am I interested in? Who am I? And what do I love? And that kind of thing. And That's thinking along those lines. That's huge. It is. What do I want to learn more about? What kind of people do I want? to meet or you know get to know life is all about that that's why we're here we're not here to look a certain way we're here to experience life absolutely 100% so at the end of every podcast I ask for one mum hack that has carried you through and it can literally be anything a life hack a mum hack can be travel it can be home it can be food it can be related to your dancing it can be anything so if you had to give a mum friend one mum hack what would it be dance it off always whether you're happy whether you're sad dance it off celebrate yourself just dance it off and celebrate yourself celebrate yourself feeling what you're feeling celebrate yourself feeling happy and just dance it off that's my mom heck I love that that is brilliant thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me today I've absolutely loved chatting let people know where they can find you and where they can find your content guys okay cool so you can find me on all social media platforms at techies seven that's t-a-k-k-i-e-s seven and you can check out rocking in heels which is r-o-c-k-i-n-g-n-h-e-e-l-s yeah <laughs> love it <laughs> thank you so much thanks for having me you are so awesome thank you bye, bye. 